Thanks to our Patreon subscribers, Carson C, Matt J, Claire G, Jacqueline M, Big Time Jim, and Mike L. If you would like to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash whatremember. Thanks. It's weird seeing Owen Wilson doing such like a Hello, dramatic role. Hello, my name's Owen Wilson. Hello. Oh, gosh, I'm oh, stuck gosh. behind enemy lines <laughs> oh, here. No. Oh, wow, my plane oh, blew wow. up. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow, Royal. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, Derek Zoolander. Oh. <laughs> this has been ah. the Owen Wilson podcast. <laughs> All right. <laughs> These are the three Owens. <laughs> oh, oh wow. remember that time I was in that movie? Oh, yeah, the, Marley and me. We were great in that. Yeah, dogs. Oh. I love dogs. You weren't in that dog movie. You never been. We never been in a movie with a cat in it. I don't think. Oh wow! You guys do a really good old Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Just say, oh wow, oh wow. He listens to this podcast. He's gonna be real upset. (laughs) My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast we try to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. Mm, Yeah. This is what we remember about What About Bob. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. First question, Andy Hubert. <laughs> all you guys. Hubert, what about Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob, Hubert? I love this movie. What about Hubert? Yeah, you and my grandpa love this what? movie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my grandpa literally saying, I love this movie before I watched it the first time. <laughs> this is our first Murray, I think. Is this no, our no, first no. Murray movie? No, he was in Space Jam. Oh, he, oh, wasn't he played himself as Bill Murray. <laughs> we're doing we're doing all the the, the, the B list Murray films on this podcast. <laughs> meatballs is coming up, fellas. Oh yeah, let's get I can it. Do meatballs. Oh. <laughs> nothing, nothing happens at meatballs. Brad was like, no, it was just a joke. No. If you do meatballs, you're just doing Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah, oh. we should just do Ernest Goes to Camp if we're gonna do meatballs. <laughs> Guys, the better write all these meatballs. down. We're doing all of these. <laughs> <laughs> the camp, the camp select will happen oh, summer 2018 man. i highly doubt months that of meatballs is on our list there's no <laughs> way there's it's no on way. our list <laughs> there's no way any of us thought you know it'd be a good movie to sit down and talk about for about yeah, an hour that's one of those meatballs. movies that i'm like someone <laughs> yeah, probably right. threw out as a joke in those meetings oh boy. so let's talk about kevin or what about bob we got richard dreyfus mm-hmm. he's he's not bob no He's married to the lady from Edward Scissorhands and The Lost Boys and another movie that we did on this podcast and I forgot. She's a cute, squint. She got real squinty eyes and she got she has blonde hair and she's she's squinty. Renee Zellweger. Mm -hmm. Renee Zellweger. (laughs) Bonnie Hunt. She's a combination of Renee Zellweger and Bonnie Hunt. Richard Dreyfus has two kids. I, I wrote daughter. down two. I think it is two. An I think older it's daughter, a daughter and, a and a son. Yep. An old, yeah, and you're right. Older daughter, younger son. And I'm just making. I might be making this up completely. I think, no, no. But I think is it is. Son, oh, no, the son. The son from Hook. You know what? I think the daughter is from Miss Doubtfire. Honest to goodness. Really? Which I think it is? Which daughter? The oldest one. <laughs> well, there's only two kids. The eldest daughter. The one All that right. wrote the book about being a child actress. 
that, was that we yeah, talked yeah. about. Miss Doubtfire. Okay. okay. But that may be the kid from Hook. And Dick Tracy. I might be making that up. I, I don't think... Because I think Doesn't that, sound that too kid far only off. did like two movies before he quit acting. And mm. not, no, he started... He's acting again. I actually IMDb. He's starting again? Yeah, he's doing I mean, He thing. was working in DC for a long time. Dude's like, an, a, like a legitimate genius. He's back into acting. Like he's got like an IQ of 130 or something crazy. I don't know if that's good or not. Andy, uh, can, you, can you verify if that's how good that is? Well, 100 is average, so <laughs> 130 <laughs> is going to be good. I thought 100 is an A. <laughs> Didn't I get an A on my test like that 100? <laughs> I got a 70 on that IQ test, which is a C. Well, 100 so, is not bad. Right? 100 is, is perfectly normal. So Bob is got every problem He's got, yeah. that anyone could ever have. Every phobia. Yeah, I try to think of like what is it mostly just phobias and anxiety? He's, yes. He's, yeah, he's, he's afraid of germs. Yep. One hundred percent. Okay. I think he he. Oh my god. He's, he's afraid a, of milk. Milk. I'm pretty sure that's one of the running gags. Afraid of milk. That he's afraid. Of I know milk. he doesn't like to sail. He's fe- he's got yep. a fear afraid of water. Fear of water. Yep. The only thing he doesn't fear is going to see Richard Dreyfus, who is a psychiatrist. He says, "Yeah, it's his therapist." So, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got, and he he has a uh, a book out called. Do you remember what it's called? Ray? It's called the. It's called like the Inner You or something like that, or like do do something. Because what about Bob? He uses it as his mantra throughout the film. Baby steps. Baby steps. Baby, oh, I baby do remember steps. baby steps. Yeah. <laughs> he, he used it as a, I knew it was a mantra thing. Yeah. Ba- he, baby steps. Baby steps, baby steps, baby, baby steps. steps. And Bill Murray the, the takes it literally part, all the time. The best part about this movie is Bill Murray loves Richard Dreyfus and respects oh him a lot. Yeah. And like to the point where Richard Dreyfus is like, leave me alone, yeah. please. <laughs> like it's like the only thing that is holding Bill Murray's life together is seeing Richard Dreyfus for these therapy sessions. Yeah. And because the the big uh, moment in the beginning, Richard Dreyfus is going on vacation. Yeah, and, it's, and Bill Murray oh is boy, at a loss. He cannot handle it. He's like, he what doesn't am I like supposed change. to do? He's out his therapist for a week? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Yeah, we learn about Bob in the beginning, and then they drop the therapist thing. Bill Murray freaks out. Yep. He's like figuring out how to get a hold of him, what he can do. Oh, that's what in the... Richard the... Dreyfuss is like, oh, you can leave this number or whatever, do and this And he gives thing. him a copy of his book. Mm-hmm. He's like, just just read the book. It'll, yeah. it'll tell you what you need until, to do. Until I get back, you can and then just I'll, read the book, I'll Bob. bill you for it. <laughs> yeah. I know like, he's worried about <laughs> touching the doorknob. Like He doesn't want to get out of the office. He's got the germ <laughs> fear pretty bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've never worked with someone that bad <laughs> someone was a fear of like germs where they wouldn't touch a door handle someone has, has like so many phobias Multiple, that they're yeah. so dependent on just one individual to get through their day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah yeah it's tough i use the uh paper towel to open the door when i leave my bathroom the public bathroom i use my hips i'm always bothered by that don't lie brad i'm always bothered by that though when i i went on the cruise uh-huh and and just got back sign. from a cruise everybody i did he, he's he got so much sun look at it they're all beautiful. clapping they're all clapping for me that's why we're doing this movie because bill bob goes on a boat so Andy was on a boat so that's how they're, they're related that's definitely <laughs> why we did but, this movie but the thing is on the boat it said you know use a a, a tissue or something like that and they had like on there on the door, a bunch of tissues to use, really? but there was no garbage can ever nearby. So I was like, I don't want to take this tissue with me. <laughs> yeah, you got to walk so with the I, tissue. I That's never funny. did it. I was just like, I'm not going to yeah, do this. Yeah, I don't this. think I ever saw that on the, oh, the, the one on. I was on. They just had those like hand washing. Well, you, you also never washed your hands. Everywhere. That's true. Heck no. They told me to, and I'm like, I'm a rebel. I don't play by your rules. Okay? I'm a loner. I don't play by your rules. And you start reaching hand over fist into the public buffet. <laughs> dig, dig, I, dig. Like, I just licked my hands, and I rubbed all the piece of cake, and I was like, "These, yeah, what do you think of that, 
a rule boat. And the guy's like, a rule boat. The guy's like, it's unlimited, sir. We can just give you more cake. We have a lot more cake. You didn't have to do that. And I was like, that was You're my plan all along. You're wasting your time. You're wasting took, our time. I took that whole tray of cakes back to my room. You could have done that anyway. They would have let that? you do that. Rule boat. <laughs> rule boat. Rule boat. <laughs> oh, anyway. What about what Bob? What about Bob? Uh, do you have any phobias? So, uh, I don't like open water. Yeah, and I don't. You just like, went you just on a cruise. A, a cruise. No, well, no, I don't like being in open water. Oh, okay. But yeah, just yeah, like yeah. in an inner tube, or like deep, real deep water kind of thing. Like you don't, you want to be on a lake I, on a raft. I don't want to be in the middle of the ocean, like on a raft. Okay. I don't want to be in the middle of the ocean just swimming. I would rather be just like at the beach. Yeah. And hanging out by the beach, and that's. I mean, if you're looking for Andy Moltenhauer, check the beach. Yeah. I'm gonna be Ste- at the beach. Step one: look at the beach. Yep, he's just gonna, he's be, gonna, he's gonna be out there. Shirt he's off. at the beach from from nine to five every day. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's doing work. Yeah, getting that tan. You gotta look good. Yeah, and he's <laughs> gotta looking... look good for these bays. Mm. <laughs> for, for the like the body of water <laughs> or the, or the Chesapeake a Bay, bay seasoning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that seasoning. I put that on me too. <laughs> That's why you always smell so good. Uh-huh. I know. That's why I always get hungry yeah. when you come over. You're telling me. <laughs> you always leave the podcast and I go upstairs and make surf and turf. And I don't know why. I just do. I and need to have it. never invited me. <laughs> it's a private moment. Mm-hmm. Antiphobias? Uh, I hate heights. I can't do roller co- most uh, a lot of roller oh. coasters. I don't think I hate heights, but it's just like if you're up too high, you're gonna be scared. Of I heights. will say I don't. I can fly, no problem. Like in a plane, like Superman. Yeah, I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Pan. Uh, like Peter Pan. Planes, I don't have a problem. I love flying. Actually, I think flying's great. But like roller coasters, I like as soon as you get above like a certain threshold, I it just start panicking. Yeah, I, I'm ah, like, get me out. This whole thing's gonna fall, and I'm gonna I'm gonna splat on the ground. Yeah, you will. Oh. Everybody who ever, who's ever ridden a roller coaster has died on one. That's I do really fact. appreciate it's true. that it's a fact. It's a fact. the new Maverick coaster at Cedar Point is amazing, and it's not super high, and I love it. Oh, yeah, that one's fun. It's all <laughs> it's like an incredible loop. Yeah, it's an incredible coaster. Brad, Brad, if you haven't been on it, go on it. I don't think I have any phobias. You have no, no phobias? Phob- not even like spiders or something? No, I like spiders. Do you? Are you afraid of phobias? I might be. I'm, I'm afraid that I might have a phobia. Ooh, <laughs> That's boy. what I'm afraid of. So Maybe meta. I have a phobia I don't know of yet. It's like you have an allergy you're not even aware of until you like are around the fear, thing. Yeah, fear of the unknown phobia. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna dis- you're of- always afraid that you're gonna discover a phobia. <laughs> oh God, this is the moment. Am I afraid of this? <gasps> oh no, I guess not. Yeah, I mean, there's things I don't like, but I don't go like out of my way not to do them. Like I would be scared of heights wow. if I was up Brad, high. Me and Andy I'd be afraid her... of like if I was if, if I was in a to- a tub of snakes. I probably wouldn't like that. Yeah. But who would like it to be in a tub of snakes? I mean, we and Andy are here pouring our guts out, giving, <laughs> letting everyone know our deepest fears, and and you you're not gonna share. Oh. Yeah, that's fine, Brad. I wish I had one. I, it's not fine. It's I'm kind of claustrophobic too. Hmm. I I don't like being in very tight yeah. You spaces. don't. I remember that. Yeah. Why do I remember that? I don't know. That's why we lock them in this studio down here. Well, there's lights and stuff. And there's exit. <laughs> there was one time I went to a, a playground after high school, and we all. Like a bunch of people were like, let's try and cram into this enclosed slide. And I was like, oh, that sounds like fun. And I got in the very middle. Oh, boy. One leg was going up the slide and one leg was going down. And I was kind of like (laughs) at a weird angle. And I had this freak out moment where I was like, I am literally stuck and I don't think I'll ever be able to get out of this slide. And I freaked out. That's where it happened. That's how it started. That's how, yeah. That's how that happens. Yeah, it was bad. So, how many traumatic experiences Bob gone through? (laughs) Right. What, what What is little kid Bob? 
Like, can they make a prequel and have like a little kid just be afraid of everything? And oh my God, what about Bobby? Wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> be the most annoying kid of all time. Yeah, I mean, it had to be something traumatic because he is afraid of everything. Mm-hmm. But he's following Richard Dreyfus on his vacation. So, yeah. How does he do that? So. Uh, the idea I think, is, I think he does he just, steal it? He I steals think he writes down the info of where he's going. He has to like steal it somehow. He like sees the stationery or Rolodex from his secretary or something. It might be. Uh, I, man, I remember. I I think he gives. I wonder if the psychiatrist gives Bob. Also, I like, said the word Rolodex, the... and it sounded very funny because it's 2017. <laughs> oh no, I have a Rolodex on my desk <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> I don't really use it that all that much, but <laughs> I don't, Andy. I panicked a little bit. Oof. It might also be that like he gives them the phone number to their house and he goes like by the area code or nah, something. I don't know. He down, sneaks but... it. He sneaks it somehow. It could be. They're like renting a or he cabin calls or someone and... they have. I think a cabin? he has a. Well, he's, he's like rich. A, yeah, he's, he's very got like well a lake off. house. Yeah, he doesn't have the lake house. You can't send mail through the past in it or anything. Yeah. See, that would have been easier for Bill Murray to talk to him. Well, no, I guess it would have been harder. <laughs> you could have sent him. <laughs> like, it would have sent him like yeah, it been too late. <laughs> Uh, I needed this help yesterday. I'll just send lottery numbers back. I mean, that's what you do, right? Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Get send, with, send back a sports almanac. You know? yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Stocks. So <laughs> Richard Dreyfus complains to his wife and kids about Bob all the time. He's so he? relieved for this vacation yeah. just to get away he from needs Bob. It. Yeah. He hasn't been with his family in forever. And his family's looking forward to spending some time with him. Yep. And then... Bob shows Bob up. Shows Bob up shows up. I think Bob takes house. a taxi all the way there or something like that. Yeah. Oh. Maybe he walks. Baby steps. Well, he, I think when he gets out, he says that. Like, he read the book, and so he's, like, actually doing physical baby steps, like, up to the house. Yeah. He's like, see, I followed your advice. And he's like... Baby steps up the door. Baby steps ring the bell. Yes. Baby, baby steps wait for him to come to the store. <laughs> yeah. This is the first time he's ever read this book. Uh, yeah, I think it's, like, a brand new one that he just made or something. So okay. it's, like, his Dreyfus' newest hot book mm-hmm. yeah and the richard dreyfus is like goes nuts he's like no this well, is he, to get away from bob richard dreyfus is always at like level 11 anger yes I feel, yeah yeah he's always going he's like, always on the at the top he's at the top nuts. shelf pissed off anger <laughs> yep like it just like it just stays that way to the whole film but bob immediately wins over his family yeah that's the big yeah, thing in the movie the, that is the trouble of the of richard dreyfus yeah he his kids love Bob more than they love yeah. him. Yes. And, and well, he yeah. figures that out pretty mm-hmm. quickly. And I, like, he's the stick in the mud. Right. Like, initially, I think it's like his wife is is sort of like, we, you know, we obviously need to help this guy. He seems nice enough. And then, like, yeah, they all just come to love Bob. And Travis just resents him even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the second fiddle now. Bob's taking over as man of the house. Mm-hmm. He's taken over his entire vacation. He tried to get away from this guy. Now this guy's here with him. It def- that's exactly what I didn't want to happen today. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, I'm Richard Dreyfus. Oh, I'm in Jaws. <laughs> no. Oh, Bob. I'm on vacation with my family. Oh, Bob. <laughs> that's a really good Richard Dreyfus. Oh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, Bob. <laughs> Oh boy, this is a Dave Impressions first. First we got Owen Wilson, now we got Richard Dreyfus. It's, it's kind of like a, it's a different Owen Wilson impression. <laughs> it's like it's higher pitch. It's, it's like just a higher pitch and more complainy, and you have to squint your eyes yeah, really your hard. Your shoulders to do have it. to be very tight. <laughs> you have to think there's a shark in front of you the entire time you're doing it. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce the shark is ready to bite you. <laughs> Which they probably make uh, a reference to. Because the big moment in the movie is he's taking his whole family out sailing. 
Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out how to get Bob to do it, and they just tie him to the mast. Oh yeah, and oh, they right. take him yeah, sailing. Do. It's yeah. the big like trailer moment. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm sailing, <laughs> and he's just tied. I, 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 I'm pretty sure the, they do like one of those two, like where the scene open, like you the comes in on just his face real tight, and then pans away, and you see that he's tied to the mast. Because I like, do believe, oh, what a joke! Richard Dreyfus <laughs> knows all of Bob's triggers and his things, and waters like the he biggest. He tries to one. use them to get him to leave too. Yeah, like yeah. he he tries mm. to force Bob to swim real early. And, oh yeah, we're all going swimming. Oh, you gotta come and doesn't out to the he like almost drown or something like that? And then Bo- not Bob, but, but the son also he is afraid of the water. So, like, that's where the son and Bob start to bond over the okay. fact that both of them are afraid of getting in the water. And Richard Dreyfus is constantly trying to get his son to swim. And, mm-hmm. like, I think he throw yeah, he throws the kid, like, he throws his son in the water as, like, uh, yeah, you'll learn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, because, but, like, someone, doesn't someone start to drown or something like that in this part? Maybe the kid does. Yeah, may, I don't know if it's right here. Or, or maybe it's I, Bill Murray. That, I think that does happen in this movie. Maybe Bill Murray doesn't know how to swim. Yeah, I'm guessing his kid... Gets saved by Milmore. Milmore. Milbury. Milbury. Having a little bit of a stroke here. I think the son is drowning, and no, I think Bill Murray is drowning, and the son gets over his fear to save him. Oh yeah, that's I think what you're I think right. happens. I think the son saves Milbury. Bill Murray <laughs> gets saved. That sounds right to me. I think that's what happened. I feel like I might have made this whole thing up. But, but it also... But I kind of want it to happen. But I bet Bob like wasn't even going to drown anyway. I bet he was in like three feet of water. Yeah. He's just, at the end, he's just like, stand up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the son feels confident because like a grown man is even more scared than him. I think that's part yeah. of like, he's like, oh, like... The whole family is learning something from Bob. Yeah. He sure. helps all of them with their own problems. Mm-hmm. What, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of what the I daughter's thing I think the mom is. was trying to like connect with richard dreyfus more there's like he's she's not being attentive in some way or yeah she's not or he's not he's not being attentive to her and he's okay. like she's a little lonesome and she was looking forward to this vacation to reconnect with him and, yeah. then, and then because of bob he is so he, like the he, whole he's not he's, having fun yeah he yeah. devotes all of his time to just trying to get rid of bob instead of having a good time with like the rest of them are including bob like they're all just having a great time and richard drivers is just mad and off to the side the whole time i know this is my go-to and it usually fails really bad but maybe the daughter's into a guy and bill and Mil- milbury helps him helps her helps her through it yeah i mean i like think beethoven. that makes sense yeah it's a beethoven situation but i thought that ha- that that didn't happen though i thought that happened in, oh yeah wait i thought that happened in mrs doubtfire and it yeah didn't you're yeah so i'm calling it again i'm probably gonna misfire again <laughs> but maybe it's in this movie where Billbury tries to get the daughter, <laughs> she goes to like a party or something yeah. like that, and mm-hmm. he tags along, or maybe she's like growing up. Richard Dreyfus isn't okay with it. She's wearing a bikini or going out with a guy who has sweet muscles and a T-bird or something. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. she, uh, he found smokes in her. Oh man. Her purse i don't know this just becomes smokes <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in there young lady you're not my dad bob's my new dad oh no bob said it was fine what about bob <laughs> bob did you tell her it was okay to go smoke smoke cigarettes with her boyfriend baby steps <laughs> baby steps <laughs> I was hoping maybe someone could tell me this, but as I was trying to remember what happens in this movie, I kept getting it mixed up with the other Richard Dreyfus movie where he has to pretend that he's like an anthropologist and he has to pretend that there's some tribe that he discovered. Kippendorf's tribe? 
Wow. How did I pull that one out? Wow. <laughs> I guess I'm a... What? <laughs> I kept... I was just like... It was like a weird crossover. I was like, I can't get this movie. What about Bob with this I've other one? I've never even heard of this You've never heard of Kippendorf's tribe? Anthropologist James Krippendorf was given $100,000 to find the last undiscovered tribe of New Guinea. Unfortunately... He didn't find a thing. Clearly, it was some major blockbuster, and I missed it. <laughs> it had uh, Dharma yeah. from Dharma and Greg. It's just one of those oh, movie man. titles that just sticks in your brain. Wow. Like, wouldn't leave. Like, I haven't thought about that title for 30 years since <laughs> I saw that movie, like, in a store Probably or something. no one has thought about this Nobody has. Years. Nobody even knows what I'm talking about. Richard Dreyfuss didn't even know yeah, he was no People idea. are Googling it right now to make sure I'm not lying. I'm, I'm right there with them. I'm, I'm Googling this right now. <laughs> I've never heard of this. Really? Never. I saw it maybe twice. <laughs> I've seen it exactly. You're giving me garbage. I've seen it exactly as many times as I've seen What About Bob. <laughs> I was going to say, you're giving me the garbage. My grandpa likes What About Bob. You're over there. I watched Kim and Doris Drive. Kim and Doris Drive. Burp, 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 burp. That's, that's two times more than everyone else. <laughs> I've never seen Mr. Holland's Opus. That seems like a movie I should have seen. Oh, boy. And it just got too late where it's like, I'm not going to go back and watch that movie. It's yeah. been too long. When you mentioned it, I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, that movie exists. It was like a very popular film, and I'm like, I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I am done. I got older. Although I do remember one Christmas, my aunt put Mr. Holland's Opus on, and my entire family watched it, and I was like, eight. And I was just like, nah. What is going on? Not for me. I was We're, like, no thanks. I'll just watch School of Rock instead. It's the better one. <laughs> I'm guessing the same thing happens in Mr. Holmes Opus in School of Rock. Pretty much. You've seen it. I know I, I know the basic <laughs> idea of the story. I've actually, I don't know if I've ever even seen yeah. the movie. I've just... I think I just recently saw Billy Elliot, and that was also one of the movies oh, yeah. that like, everyone okay. was I talking about. I saw parts about. of it. It was pretty good. And what about the, what's the Sexy Man calendar movie that everyone talked about for oh, a while? Uh, same kind of like English film. Yeah. You know, Men, uh, met, um, the full Monty. The full, full Monty. Monty. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say Men at Work. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. And Keith David's also in Men at Work. It's for another connection. Is Men? What is Men at Work? Is that? Uh... They're garbage men, and they witness somebody getting murdered, put into a garbage uh, pail, and there, and there's a hit on them. Wait, Emilio whoa. Estevez and Charlie Sheen are brothers. Okay. Well, they are brothers in real life too. But... Yeah. Wait, wait, when did this come out? Eighty-eight. Okay, because you just reminded me of another movie. Oh, man, we're, we're really with, flying with, along these strings here. <laughs> with, uh, well, we're kind of out of steam on What About Bob, so we're just... Look, there's a big conflict. <laughs> Hold on. What About Bob. Okay, we'll get Emilio there. Estevez, Jeremy Piven, and it's got... Um, it's called The Night or something. End of the Night? And uh, Yeah. Is they, they, on, they're on the way to a football Judgment game. Night. Judgment Night. Yep, that's it. Uh, they're on their way to a football game. Brand is on they, fire today with movie titles. <laughs> they witness a murder in that, and then they're like chased down on Judgment Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that movie's great. Judd Judd Nelson, you say that he's in that? No, 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 it's not Judd Nelson. Judgment it's Judgment um, Night. <laughs> comedian guy, kind of looks like Judd Nelson. He's in the Sandlot as the stepdad. Isn't that Dennis Leary? Dennis Leary. Oh. Um. Wow. Wait. Man, Brad, you are on fire. <laughs> Somebody talk about an obscure movie. See if I can, see if I can name Brad's the title here. of it. See if I can name the title of the obscure movie that you used to saw. <laughs> Andy, you don't remember a movie title, but you remember a plot. Explain to me the plot, and I'll oh, tell you what boy, it was called. I don't even have one right now. <laughs> I bet you'd get it. Uh-uh. Leonard Part 6. <laughs> I remember there was that one time where I was telling you about a movie I saw on TV when I was a kid, 
and didn't know the title of it, and you were like, oh, it's Invaders from Mars. And I was like, how? How? How did you know? I keep it tight. This is what Brad's for. I keep it tight. That's why I bring him to Quizzo when he can go. Yeah. I get all those dumb movie questions right. It's like, like who, who's winning the stock market right now? I don't know. What's the stock market? Can you win that? Can you win? Yeah, can, did just someone win the stock market? Trading places. <laughs> Let's get to the crux of what about Bob. So... The big buildup is that uh, Richard Dreyfus is going to be giving this interview on national TV about oh. about his new his book. method. Yeah, oh, his baby steps. His baby steps, and it's like the pinnacle of career, his career. It's everything he's been waiting for. Bob's making him mad all week long, and he keeps worried that he's gonna like he's gonna screw up this interview. Yeah, he's and, rehearsing it throughout the the weekend or whatever. Yes, too, right. And the crew shows up. It's at the house. Yeah, it's at the lake house. And they introduce everyone, like the whole family introduces themselves. And then Bob comes in. He's like, hi, I'm Bob. And they're like, oh, hi, Bob. And and he's like, oh, he's he's a patient of ours. And they get real excited. And they're like, we should have Bob in the interview. And this is like the last straw. Richard Dreyfuss doesn't like the spotlight being pulled. Why doesn't Bob get it? Richard Dreyfus wants the spotlight yes. the whole time. He wants he wants to say and he doesn't and want to share it. Like everything else, Bob steals the interview. Like he he he's is charismatic, he's glowing. He is... He's great on camera. He mm-hmm. and he's exactly what you want to hear about the program. Like he explains why it's so great and why he loved it and why it worked <laughs> for him. And Richard Dreyfus is just like like his face is just frozen in mm-hmm. rage that this is happening. Does he blow up on national television? I think I feel like he has to. I think he has to. He has to like have like a just go bonkers because it, it ends with him like driving Bob into like the middle of nowhere and throwing him out of the car. Yeah, it's like leaving that dog or whatever. Like when Charles Grodin or has he to like leave ties Beethoven. him to a tree even or something like that. Something ties weird. him to a tree. That's murder. Yeah. You can't he, murder Bob. Oh, does he get driven to insanity? Bob. He gets driven to the brink of insanity. <laughs> he does. He does actually. Like I think the like the big goofy turning point of the movie is that and yeah richard drivers has like a mental break and bob becomes like his therapist in a way oh um, okay and i think at the end bob does become like a counselor like he, he realizes he's really good at because he has so many things about wrong himself with him and he knows how to relate to other people yeah, he's good at helping other people overcome there so in the end he kind of finds his calling in that and yeah the idea is like richard drivers just goes crazy so there has to be <laughs> be a moment where he comes back and like his family is like where's bob and he's like, oh, uh, I don't know. Bob he had to go. Uh, some some trip. He had, he had to leave. That's weird. Because the family resents him at, at that point. Because yes. he's so mean to Bob. Yeah. It's, it's, it's on his face. I mean, it's, he's, he's never hiding it. Mm-hmm. And Bob finds, he escapes and finds his way back. And he thinks that it was part of his therapy. The training. Yeah. He's, he's like, it's oh, like this was, final what lesson. A great idea. Yes. And he th- he's like, I finally overcame everything. I'm and... also guessing the family believes that too. And they know. forgive yeah. Richard Dreyfus. That could be. But Richard Dreyfus is still fuming out the ears. Yeah, he's just super mad. Does Bob just, like, want a family? Is that why he, like, kind of crashes their... Hard to say. Yeah. He I definitely... wonder what Bob's, like, backstory is. Okay, let me curious to know, kind of, if who, yeah, who does he's he looking live for with, a connection. Where does he come from? Because mm-hmm. like... he really inserts himself into their family, like, right from the mm-hmm. bad, like... Oh, what a he great family to, we he have. He talks nice uncle. about him. He talks yeah. nice about, about Richard Dreyfus. Oh, yeah. It, oh, he loves The whole him. time, he's still, yeah, he absolutely I don't think there's believes... ever a moment, where, maybe there's a little bit here, where he thinks Richard Dreyfus is doing something bad to him, but he's in the dark the whole time. He thinks it's all part of his yeah, lessons. he thinks, he, he is convinced that everything that Richard Dreyfus does is to help him, and that he's just the best. Yeah. 
There is some part in this movie where someone makes a fake blow up vet bomb vest out of like road flares. <laughs> what? I swear to God. Oh. I don't know why. I don't know when. But it happens in this movie. That's a weird thing to get stuck in oh, your head, Oh, doesn't Andy. Bob wear it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. Andy Moldenhauer's what? having flashbacks to watching the film. <laughs> what? What? Is there... Wait. Because, like, he's... Thre- he's like... I kept thinking, as I was trying to jot down what happened to this movie, there's got to be some, like, criminal activity that happens or something like that. I've, mm. I thought there was something going on. Like, someone tries to rob them or something. And Bob has to oh, they, rescue they them as uh, robbers. Ooh. That'd be really fun. That'd be really fun. I don't know if that happens, but I hope it does. Because I was just now thinking that if, let's say, Richard Dreyfus drops off Bob and then comes back, that would allow these imaginary criminals that I just made <laughs> up to come in, and then Bob can come back in and yeah. thwart the criminals. Yeah, right. But I might be totally making this up. But it kept coming into my mind, and now I'm not sure about this this flare bomb device that he has. Because I'm pretty sure, like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh. Like, after the whatever the situation is, is, like, resolved. He's like, oh, why would you get all that dynamite? He's like, oh, this isn't dynamite. This is just road players. This is just a joke. Bill Murray plays a very similar character in another movie called The Man Who Knew Too Little. Yeah. About a guy who goes on, essentially, a reality show that he thinks he's on, but he's actually doing the real thing. Like, people confuse him for a spy. But he thinks it's just a show. Oh. So it's kind of like also this part where he thinks Richard Dreyfus is like doing a test. Yes. And so it's like very, it's very similar through line between those two films that I never really figured out before. But I'll have to watch this What About Bob and really get into the psyche of Bill it's interesting. Murray. I, I mean, I've, I think we've got the main kind of stepstones of where this movie progresses through. So yeah. at the yeah. end, yeah, he helps all the family resolve their problems. He overcomes a lot of his own fears and phobias too. But we didn't wrap up Bob and Richard Dreyfus. How do they finally reconcile? I think he just breaks down enough where he loves Bob. Yeah, I think he just goes insane. Like Bob to the point does something, or Bob, Bob does something incredibly nice. Bob is love. And Bob Richard Dreyfus life. like <laughs> didn't realize it before. There's a, there's probably a moment where they they just break down and have a good cry, and Richard Dreyfus apologizes for being such an a hole. Yeah, and he finally loosens up, and like that, uh, like, and then I bet there's like a cut to the next year, and they're all at the lake house again or something, and mm-hmm. he's like a great dad, and he's having a great time, and Bob is still there, and and there's a third guy named Jim Steve, yeah, well, and it's like, oh, what about Steve? And like, what about Steve? Hey, hey Bob brought his brother, Ew. <laughs> and it's Dan, it's Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> It's gotta be. We're two wild and crazy guys. Oh boy! Like anytime there's a sequel to something and you need yeah. a discount SNL person, <laughs> like, well, Dan Aykroyd's—he's always got available. Going on. I would have watched that. Although I love Dan Aykroyd. Is this like a Ivan Reitman movie or something like that? It could be, or a Harold Ramis movie. Harold Ramis, yeah, could I could buy Ramis that movie. Yeah. I could it, easily maybe, buy a Harold maybe Ramis. One of them was the writer. Maybe Harold Ramis wrote it, and Ivan Reitman directed it. I don't or know. maybe. Neither of them were involved. This was a very... <laughs> it's a Steven Spielberg movie. <laughs> I got nothing else. Nope. I don't... I didn't have very much to begin I'm with. I'm so curious about this freaking bomb vest. I don't understand how it relates to this film, yeah. but I am sure it's in here. It's like a whole speed, like, third act. <laughs> yeah. They're at the lake house. There's some... Probably they're cooking. There's probably some lake house stuff going on. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe Richard Dreyfuss takes his own family hostage after he has It's kind of break. an odd movie, because it's not like hijinks. It's just Richard Dreyfuss being mad the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's just watching his slow descent into madness. Yeah. 
very odd little movie. Yeah, probably looking forward to watching it. Hey, we're trying to get more interaction with our fans. If you have questions, comments, anything you want to say to us, maybe we'll read it on the air. We want to hear from you. Twitter.com slash whatremember, Facebook.com slash whatremember, or whatrememberpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Get out! Is it something I said? You've ruined my life! You've ruined my career! You've ruined my book! You've turned a perfectly peaceful house into an insane asylum! Get out! Daddy! My god, Leo, what's gotten into you? It was a disaster, Faye! No, it wasn't! You were wonderful, you sweetie! You were fine, Dad! Yeah! Why'd you need to kick Bob out of the house? You think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? Welcome back to the What About Bob cast. We watch What About Bob. <laughs> what does his shirt say? They sold. They were having that shirt. I went to Traverse City. It, it says last uh, week. I'm a local. I'm a local. Yeah. But you're crazy. Was he say something? It says like more to that. It? I thought it was just that. I, I'm it a does local. say something more than that. But then it says at the very bottom, I'm a local. Hmm. I don't. I didn't write it down. Okay. But that shirt was like for sale. Like <laughs> people knew that that movie was coming, oh, and they man. had it. You saw they people it wearing sale. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. First of all, uh, this movie is directed by Frank Oz. Sure is. How the hell did that happen? I have no idea. How did? <laughs> Doesn't he just work with puppets? <laughs> no, he he directed uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That's puppets. Yeah. Well, okay, but he's still a director. <laughs> he can direct he direct I didn't say Dark Crystal. That's uh... <laughs> puppets. Wait, what? <laughs> he directed Yoda. <laughs> That's a puppet. <laughs> but it was just weird because. I said it was some sort of director that was sort yeah, of famous. Yeah, we guess like Zemeckis or... Yeah, uh, but uh, Frank Oz. Ivan Reitman, I think we said at yeah, one point. Yeah, it seems similar, but Hero man. Reitman. He doesn't know Bob at the beginning of the he movie. No, doesn't. we totally forgot that Bob had an original I really psychiatrist. Liked, I like the way they set it up because... Yeah. So, Richard Dreyfus is a psychiatrist slash therapist. Yep. Yeah. And we'll talk about Bob's apartment for a second because it leads right into this scene. Sure. So Bob wakes up. It feels like Groundhog Day. It, yeah, the way kinda he kind of wakes up. And yeah. it's, it's a similar kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And this character is even similar to uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, his, it is. His character in that. Yeah. Where he's kind of That's true. a weirdo obsessed with another Frank Oz connection. And we never go back into Bob's apartment for the rest of the film. He yep. is gone. So he, he does, touches the doors. He has these little. In, idiosyncrasies i thought he couldn't even like really function outside of the world but he seems to like be moving around new york i know i kind of case pace yeah i i kind of was bothered by that because he was like easily was able to leave the apartment i thought he'd be a little more hesitation hesitation to leave but he's all for it yeah he did he's excited for his new psychiatrist he did have to psych himself up for it and yeah i think it was the idea is that he had a psych up for a psych there it is yep i know and then he watched the new psych movie that I'm not telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> he does have a goldfish. Yeah. Um, Gil? Gil. Gil. He says, wish me luck, Gil. And then he goes <laughs> off to his appointment. So in the beginning, his psychiatrist is quitting his practice. Yeah. And he's like, I'm referring you a patient. He's literally quitting his practice because he cannot work with Bob. He can't no. deal with Bob. He's... And so from there, Richard Dreyfuss's character is so cocky. Yep. He's, he's just, like, full of himself. He's a narcissist. I'm the only one who relates to Richard Dreyfus and feels for him. I I, I, I know that's that's wrong. Are you, are you sure? I because feel bad for Richard Dreyfus. I, I totally felt bad for Richard <laughs> I feel really bad for nope, him. I, I actually, I'm on board with this. I, there are times where you're just like, oh, the poor guy's just trying. Yeah. There were so many times where I was like, 
Bob is just so annoying. Yeah, and well, no one's seeing. No one's in Richard no. Dreyfus's yes, shoes. His no. entire family is all on Bob's side. It's like, and that's yes, gotta be so frustrating. Clearly, he cannot be on vacation in yep. in his house. Like this is his patient. Like he has that moment where he explains to his wife. He like she's like, what's the problem? He's a nice guy. He's like, you don't understand. He is a patient. He is a patient, and this yeah. is not okay for a patient to do. And the like, family is wrong. Yes, they <laughs> are not being on his side. Yeah. 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 No, I But then on yep. the other hand, there are times where Bob is like really kind of sweet and nice and yep. funny and um he's like oblivious. He's one upping Richard Dreyfus this whole movie. Yep. Yeah. And I don't that's... think he's doing it intentionally. I no, don't know. It feels like it's a little intentional. I mean, oh, man, that that almost makes this like a dark movie. Yeah, like, I felt it like it was a dark comedy when I yeah. was watching it. I mean, just from the beginning he stalks Richard Dreyfus so yes. hard, yep. which I felt like this whole opening, I, I kind of didn't really like it. I feel like they went over the top from thing. like right away when, when he like says that Bob committed suicide in order yes. to get oh, his address. Oh, that part, you're already there. Like, holy moly. The, the part I really didn't like was after the therapy session when he went on vacation to the point where it's like he called that call center to yep. find the phone number, then find the address, then pretended to be the FBI and commits. It says he committed suicide. That whole sequence, I hated that. I was so not okay with that. And I was not okay with the that. The way we designed it, where he just let, happens to look at the Rolodex, is so much less creepy. Yes. I mean, it's an invasion of privacy, but he doesn't push it to the level like he does in this movie. Where no, yeah, they, no, they make it almost so much creepier, like yeah. where he's trying to guess where he's gonna I go. I wish like, that whole and, sequence was just not there. Oof. And yeah, like he convinces these really nice like exchange ladies that. Yeah, I don't know whose side you're supposed it. to feel for. Maybe that's the intention i don't know i i yeah i think you're supposed to flip flop back back and forth because there are times where richard dreyfus is just like annoying and loud and he thinks he's right all the time yeah there's definitely times where he's supposed to be like come on get you know get this stick out your butt richard he just but has one goal is to get on that good morning america show and, and no yeah. one's listening to him there's plenty of other times where i'm just like yeah other people need to realize that he's not wrong that this is not okay and just get on his side family when yeah. he's posing for the uh portrait in front of the fireplace he's like what does this look better or better and they're like we don't care yeah and richard driver should be like guys this is f-ing important to me what are you doing the, the get other... on my side one time <laughs> well i think to that point mm. what i was getting from there is that he always he only makes it about, about himself kind of yeah it's and all so in career. this particular case it should be about him how many <laughs> times do you want right, good morning america I, I think being his family they got to the point where they're just like we're annoyed with this we're yeah, annoyed I think with they, this they, 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 they exemplify that when they're in uh the like the little he general have gotten store a early. divorce yeah, like and they have ago. so much stuff in the cart <laughs> and the, the, all the family's like talking about this interview and and he just sort of leaves kept cheer he's like family please stop talking about me about to be on tv so what annoyed me about right? that part is that he should not be responsible for feeding the crew they need to have catering they should have craft, craft services, services needs to be good on morning this. america yeah. That is bull if he has to be providing food for the crew. What's with that union? Get on it. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> that should have been included. It might have been, like, they, they bring all their own food and, like, the drivers has all this extra that food. Have been like, oh, that would have been a joke that was kind of wasted. It could have been a good setup. The the son was from Hook. He was, no. yep. And the, the daughter was not I from... I have no idea what she, she, what she was from. I looked she looked her older up. than the mom. I looked her up. Yes, yeah, she did. She's in <laughs> Sesame Street. She is oh, on. Really? Yeah, I looked her IMDb up, and it's like well, nothing but Sesame Street. Can somebody tell me how to get there? Can somebody please tell me how to get there? <laughs> One, two, three, I've, fake street. I've been looking for years. This is her only like non-Sesame Street role in no, her no, no, entire no, no. life. She, 
She was in Billy Madison. She played the kindergarten teacher. That's true. Oh, schnoops. That's weird. Uh, it is weird. I Once the I saw her teacher. face, I was like, I know exactly who she is. And yeah. those are the only two movies I know her from. But to your point, Brad... There were times where I was like, is she 14? Then she was driving. I was like, she's 18? Like, what is this? <laughs> no, How yeah. old is this lady? She, she, she's for 25. Sure, I'm just very confused. Yeah, you're right. She definitely, I, I don't understand how old she's And it was to the be. mom. The mom was the girl from Airplane. Yep. Uh, who yeah. I didn't recognize. I yeah. thought it was someone else. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's the it's the funny lady from Airplane. And then the sister is from... I gotta say, Richard's Eifer's sister is a babe. Oh, yeah, totally. She, yeah. That's, why, like, that's why like, I recognized her right she's, away. And I'm she's like, looking fit. Oh, yeah. She's Ooh, looking yeah. fresh <laughs> and fit. Oh, that's why, that's why Richard Dreyfus didn't want Bob to touch his sister yeah. so much <laughs> yes. that he jumped over uh, jumped a whole off balcony. Railing. Yeah. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh, my gosh. We'll get, we'll get to that. But the whole, sure. the whole ending is bonkers. Yes. It's just complete bonkers. Yep. Yes. So... Richard Dreyfus has a therapy session with Bob and yep. then basically tells him that he's going on vacation. Um, we get the whole sequence where Bob pretends to be a detective and claims that, that he Bob finds the address. Yeah, to suicide. get to get the address of his vacation from the office. And then pretty much just shows up. Him getting on the bus was actually very funny. Yes, it was. Because he like, has a little conversation with the bus driver, and he's obviously been there for like 20, 30 yep, minutes. Yeah, because he's on like, first name terms with the driver, yeah. and she knows She's him. She's like, last chance, Bob. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets on the bus, he has someone to knock him out, so he has an easier trip. <laughs> yeah. And the second he leaves the bus, people are celebrating. Yep. <laughs> they are so happy to be rid of Bob. Uh, so like we say, he does have a fish named Gil, who he puts in an amazing jar. I thought jar. the fish was named Wanda. Uh, no, no, that's a different movie. Dummy. That's it's Dory. It's oh, Dory. so that's wait our theme song. <laughs> you remember the name of the fish the whole time? Yeah, it's from this movie. Come on, dog. Oh wow, look it up. Uh, Google. But he wears it in her mason jar, like around his neck, though. Which is funny. Yeah, yeah. But that fish is dead between takes. Oh yeah. <laughs> they would do so just, many switching, goldfish. There's a couple of fishes on the on the back. Oh, waiting man. to switch out that fish. Check your continuity. Or You'll Gil. notice the gold and the 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 red change between shots. Mm, one of those nerds. So, <laughs> so he just starts yelling for Richard Dreyfuss. In the middle the of town, he yeah. Up, and he finds them. They're yep, getting on the supermarket. They're right there. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss is like, don't look at my family. You're a patient. This is weird. This is not okay. Here, let me go talk to you in private. Hey, Bob, in two hours, I'll call you. Bob's like, oh, okay, I guess that's fine. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah. So he tells, yeah, wait in the coffee shop. And mm-hmm. the coffee shop happens to be owned by two people that hate Richard Dreyfus. Who are great. Yes. They they're, are they're pretty good. Yeah. These are great I think they're people. so funny. That was such a good, it was such a good element to have in the film. Bob, Bob they, just staring at the clock is hilarious. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so Dr. Marvin, Richard Dreyfus, yep. actually, they You they really claim, want to get into every little inch of this movie. He's he's really you're into like, it. You're like easing out the Look, grooves of he it. He came with notes for this, am, okay? I'm just... He's ready. I wasn't I'm, ready to I'm take it where, where you wanted to take it, but we can take it there. <laughs> Bring us... Take us take us with you so, on this journey. Dr. Leo Marvin... Yes. He actually stole the house. They say stole. The, Not true. The, the, the couple... Just won the, the bed. He just outbid them, yeah. Yeah, from underneath them. So basically, for the rest of the movie, they have it out against Dr. Marvin. Yes. Yep. Because they had saved their whole lives to buy this house, and then he... The rich guy from the city just swooped in and bought it. Exactly. So basic, which was a good plot element because then it made that couple want to take Bob straight to mm-hmm. the yes. house yep, and drop sure. him off. It, yeah, it, it really does move the story. And then it kind of gives you a, a, 
it, they almost serve as like an outside thing for the audience to really join with. Like, haha, let's laugh with these. Every time something couple. bad happens to Richard Dreyfus, that they're couple's there, there somewhere in a boat <laughs> yeah. nearby, ready to laugh they're and throw in, it in his face. They're always in a boat, like a, just across the lake, <laughs> just always, watching. Always in that boat. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. They the, felt more like brother and sister, though. They looked like the same person. Oh, they looked like the oh, same person. I mean, cut the couple who like, grow old together started to look yeah. like each other. That lady is hilarious, though. She says, like, that son of a bitch. And the guy's like, oh, she never, he never says that. She's never like that. <laughs> she's yeah, never said true. that. She has never said that yeah, before. She's really cussing out Richard uh, the, Dreyfus. I will say th- there was almost a point here, too, where I expected to find Richard Dreyfuss' character to be terrible. Like, he's like, I'll call you in two hours at the coffee shop. Seems reasonable. And it sounds like, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, he's just never going to call. He's just going to leave him at the he shop. He's legitimately going to call he's him. He's back in his house, and mm-hmm. he straight up calls the operator and asks for the number for the shop. And I was like, I he was he called, really going to do it. I think he calls late, though. No. No, I mean, he's running out of time. Right they just time. happened to, was like... Was it? But it Bob is... Yeah, uh, Bob looked back at, at the clock, at but I didn't look o'clock. at the clock. It was 3 o'clock. Oh, Bob so was he's an hour impatient. early. Oh, oh man. Okay. He's an impatient patient. Oh, boy. Brad so got it. If he was a flower, he'd be an impatient patient patient. Ooh, there it is. It's a Brad joke. <laughs> That's our Brad joke for this episode. I've had like four. You guys have just been off in a whole new world, I guess. Okay. A whole new world. That was a T-ball. Um, I wanted go. it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to hit the reflex. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wait, did I hit it again? No, okay. Nope. The, the reflex. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Duran Duran, get on board. Oh, d- get out of here, Like Brad. Bob getting on board of that, uh, that uh, uh, boat. But before that, there's some stuff that happens. Because we yeah. want to talk about every single scene, I, yes. which I didn't realize that was going to be in this podcast. Look, oh. this movie was great, and we were very muddled we, in yeah, part one. Yeah, we were one. way off. I don't think that's the case, but there's just a lot of little things that you guys we really want like to talk about. We hit like the three main events, and I feel like there's a lot of small things that get missed. <laughs> there are things that build up to Bob and Richard Dreyfuss. Yes. Big Well, showdown. okay, so he does tell the family they don't interact with Bob, but then you, you were saying the boat scene. So the daughter immediately... Well, let's talk about every single scene. Let's go back a little bit. Sure. Richard Dreyfuss tells Bob to take a vacation from himself. Yes. yes. Take a vacation from your problems. Yep. yep. And everything Richard Dreyfus says is like brilliant to Bob. It he sounds gets so it. profound. It's yep. so, so profound. He gets it. We think Bob is going to go on vacation, but he just shows up running the house next to Richard Dreyfus or something. He's living with uh, the coffee shop couple. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's on vacation just in the same place now. So now they're neighbors. They're not doctor patient. He said, I'm on vacation too. Yeah. And he's in the same town. And that's as... why he said, I'm not here for a session. I'm just here as a friendly neighbor. Mm-hmm. And that's when he starts wearing that t-shirt. Yeah, the, the local shirt. Movie. <laughs> Don't hassle me. I'm, I'm a local. Yeah, yeah there it is. That's, that's it. it. Don't hassle me. I'm local. I'm local. So then the daughter decides to immediately. So, uh, well, Bob's on the, Bob's like walking down the street. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the daughter drives by, which is when I realized she wasn't actually 14. Yep. She's 40 years old. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> she's a 40-year-old woman. <laughs> and she decides to pick him up and say that she's going sailing with some friends and invites him along. Well, what? What? how does Bob get in the car? What does Bob... Because oh. there, there are like three different moments in the Bob. movie where you see Bob loosening up, and this is like the yeah. first one. Yeah, so he normally uses a, like a tissue or something to open doors, mm-hmm. and he, he almost does it, and then he asks her how many people use this car, uh-huh. and she just says, oh, just us. And he's like, oh, you know, like... He trusts them. I, I know this family, like so that's fine. So mm-hmm. for he puts the he puts it away and just gets in the car. Normal potatoes, which 
if you're a germaphobic, that's not how germs work. <laughs> but it's a big deal for Bob. It is a big break deal is, for Bob. It is. So and then and then he bonds with the daughter because he basically he asks her like how great it must be to have. Well, he's a he's got the mind of a child. Yes, just like she does in a way. I think really what the problem is with Bob is that he doesn't he has all these phobias, but he he wants the attention that he gets from having the problems. Mm, oh man, you're that, really maybe that's his real problem. Yeah. I think that's what he wants the entire time. He always needs to be in, like the. That's why he's going to therapy the for well, so long. That's why he listed and... all the doctors that he's had. Well, oh. let's let's talk. Let's go back a bit again. Richard <laughs> Dreyfus finds the root of Bob's problems, or what he thinks is the root, because Bob's wife left him. Yep. Because Bob thought that what was the reason? Because she likes Neil Diamond. Because she likes Neil Diamond. Are you married? I'm divorced. Would you like to talk about that? There are two types of people in this world. Those who like Neil Diamond and those who don't. My ex-wife loves him. I see. So what you're saying is that even though you are an almost paralyzed, multiphobic personality that is in a constant state of panic, your wife did not leave you. You left her because she liked Neil Diamond. Richard Drivers is like, maybe she left you because of your problems or something like that. But it wasn't because of Neil Diamond because he just didn't want want him. Yeah. And it's the first time that's even crossed his mind as a thought that could be the reason. He's like, I yeah. always just blame Neil Diamond. I don't know. Yeah. And then that's his first breakthrough. So he, so I believe that there's a deep-seated family issue mm-hmm. and Bob always wanted a family and never had one. It could be. Yeah. There's a lot more to Bob than what we get to actually see. Um, we don't we don't get the delve yeah. into his. We're just bobbing for apples at this point. Whoa! Yeah, there it is. All right, moving on. <laughs> so he goes sailing. He does. And he does. And we, and we, 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 we also find that the family kind of resents Marvin for being himself and not listening or whatever. Yeah, like he's the daughter's very, really fed up with. She's him. like, yeah, he's always analyzing everything, or like he's really overbearing, and it's always about the dad, in a way. Yeah, and during this time too, the son is being pressured to go diving, which you talked about. Off the dock, one. yeah. Not skydiving? Mm-mm. Not like the Power Rangers. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and so it's just like he's being a pushy dad. He wants... I don't really know why. He's the, so the family adamant seems to resent him from dive. the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I think they're just... like They're fed up with him. He's fed up with Bob. Nobody I, likes anybody except no. Bob and Leo Marvin. Bob is in love Bob with him. loves Dr. There, Leo there might be something there to that. Yeah. <laughs> Whether he wants to be him or be with oh, him. Oh, man, maybe he does want to like be Dr. Marvin and take over his Well, he life. ends up doing that at the end of the movie. We yeah. find out he comes to the psychiatrist and marries the, the sister. The sister, yep. yeah. which I want to talk about. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, look, well, we'll get there. The whole ending is very something we have to unpack. Oh, boy. Yeah. We'll get there. Yep. Can we talk quickly about the puppets? Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was odd but fun. So yeah. There's a fun throwaway line here about them leaving the truck at the marina or whatever that comes back to bite mm. Richard Drivers in the butt. Yeah. Which is a fun thing because like he made that decision and it's gonna hurt him later. So after they get done sailing, Bob and the daughter. I'm sailing. Um, Richard Drivers <laughs> sees everyone there because Bob's like, Hey, Doctor Marvin, I went sailing. That's and... a very good Will Ferrell. <laughs> <It> <laughs> Doing Harry Carey, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Dr. Marvin has to have a serious talk with his daughter. But the and only she... way to do it is with puppets. And she, yeah, and she puppets. immediately goes into, I do it because I hate you, Dad. And like he's like, do it with the puppets. No, no. 
No. <laughs> All right. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Richard Dreyfus <laughs> pressures her into you. I don't know what her name is. What's her name? Anna. Anna. Ooh. Anna. Anna. Talk to the puppet or something like that. He's <laughs> like, I don't want to. I just want to talk to you like a normal person, Dad. Yep. And the dad's having none of it. Nope. He has a puppet version of himself. Where did that puppet come from? And somehow she has well, a puppet version it. of herself. Where did her puppet come from? <laughs> They were, they were on the mantle. This has to have been something that they have just done. Yeah. That Richard Dreyfus is trying to do. It's like a psychiatrist thing mm-hmm. to like talk to the puppet or whatever, and it's kind of a fun little moment here because yeah. they do a close up <laughs> of the puppets while they're talking. Yes, which is fun. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, doing. It's a two shot. Yep. of The puppets. They're in shot reverse shot, but between the puppets. <laughs> but this is all part of him not letting her grow up, which is kind of a thing. And it was yeah. part of it. It's also part of what not trusting she was her? telling Bob I in the car, know. where he she says that he is always a psychiatrist, like even for. Just regular family problems and like he's using a psychiatrist trick to try and talk to his kids and she's mm. like i hate it and so this is, exemplifies that she's like i just want to talk to my dad i don't want to talk to a psychiatrist well, what does he have that i don't have <sighs> he's fun he's so fun he Bob listens is fun <laughs> i'm fun <laughs> i'm fun yeah, that's a really good richard drive <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! His socks in this movie—it's got a point. Those they were out. high. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> he's got some high socks. He looks like he's ready to go fishing. Any every oh second boy. of the movie. Not only <laughs> were socks high, his shorts were short. <laughs> he looked like a mailman or something oh, in the yeah. movie. He did. He was comfortable. <laughs> when you first himself. saw him on vacation, he had a bucket hat on. He had his shirt tucked into his <laughs> like did. felt shorts. I thought about that bucket hat too. I was like, when's the last time a grown man wore a bucket? <laughs> <laughs> He was embracing he also, that up north life. He also named his kids after Sigmund Freud yeah. and Anna Freud. Yeah. That's so I was some, just like, oh, God. There's some deep-seated Siggy. stuff with him. He needs a psychiatrist. Oh, boy. Got him. Pegged him out. Yeah. So we're like maybe 15 minutes into the movie at this point. <laughs> um, let me check the time on the podcast. Okay, okay. We, <laughs> we, we still got, have time. We still have time. We're, go, we're going at a pretty good We still club. have time before we cancel. So, he, so Bob has won over the daughter. <laughs> we pay for the, us to be hosted. <laughs> what? Wait, is that what this is? Brad, we got to fix that. We got to talk about this later. <laughs> so he, he's won over the daughter. Now Bob goes after the son. He does. By helping, uh-huh. by having the son explain to Bob how to dive. Because Bob doesn't know how to dive either. Yeah. So he's like, how do you do it? Mm-hmm. Basically, he's he's even more scared of diving than Siggy is. So Siggy's like, oh, man, like, let me help you. And kind of under, uh, he doesn't really, but he, in a way he, like, understands, like, the position his dad was taking with him. And like, oh, it's not that bad. Like, let me show you. Yeah, it gets turned around where his son becomes Richard Dreyfus, yes. essentially. Um, yeah, and you but he learn doesn't learn more. a lesson from it. He just, he just like dad sucks still. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but you learn more by teaching somebody something mm-hmm. than doing something. Yes, I would say. Right. And that's just like how things work. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's his moment. And yep. that scene was very nice. And Richard Dreyfus. Very is, nice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, you Brad. You were on that, Brad. Wow. But Richard Dreyfus does this stupid thing of pushing Bob right into the yeah. water. And I was like, why did he do that? He just knocks him right off that dock. He's just like, oh, he's taking over my family. He's taking control. He went sailing with my daughter. I didn't even <laughs> oh, get to boy. do that. He's taught my son how to dive, which I've been trying to do. But, like... 
You don't need to go out and push someone into he the does, water. He does it on accident. <laughs> no, he he totally did that on purpose. You think so? I think I so. Go Absolutely. Back he, he, was, he clearly shoved him. It was it was definitely out of anger. He's like, I just shove on Bob because he's mad at Bob. And as he was running up, he kept saying like, that's very good. I'll take it from here. He was like <laughs> running into the scene and he pushed him over. Yeah. Well, he was, he, Bob kept upstaging him. Yeah. He's trying to make his claim. I like that the mom was just so taken with the scene that she's not even thinking about the fact that Bob's teaching him. She's like, look, he's learning to dive. Like, what else yeah. matters? Like, who right. cares? Where does the mom really fit in? Because she, she seems... Has, she had, can we have a little personality. She doesn't have an arc, either. Oh, and she feels like she is such a non-person. She's just even. kind of like a nag to Richard Dreyfus in a she way. Felt like Barely even that. Yeah, she's like almost not a care. Like, she only is there to, like, help him with his career. Why is... Or... I thought she, like, had a purpose the in, the, the in the movie. Oh, no, she's like... Like, she wanted, like, more sexual attention from Richard Dreyfus nope. or something like that. She wanted nothing. That's she... usually, like, what would that what life would be Yeah, the only the thing movie. she seems to want is to have him have a better relationship with the kids, I guess. Yeah, the the movie really only weird, hinges actually. on Bob and Richard Dreyfus. It's, All the other characters don't seem to really matter. That's yeah. a giant misstep. Hmm. I, I do think that's a very missed opportunity. Like, that could have been a really interesting... Another interesting subplot they could have created. Yeah, and this was probably after Mrs. Doubtfire, so we already knew how to do that. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm a little buzzed, which is great, because I don't think I've been drunk on the podcast before. Because I had the Moonraker beer that you guys had. Oh, my God. When oh, boy. Were, uh, don't, drink, don't drink three of those. I had one. Andy recently discovered the power don't, of don't Moonraker. Do it. It's really good. At the Distant Whistle Brew House in Vicksburg, Michigan. Go check it out. But Not a sponsor, but should be. <laughs> The other scene that threw me for a loop was when they finally sat down to dinner and invited Bob over. You didn't like Bob's yummy noises? No, no, no. I mean, mm. it was... Okay, that scene was too long, oh. and I was on Richard Dreyfuss' side mm. with that one. Yeah. He was clearly just oh. fishing for attention on that one, and it drove me nuts. <laughs> and he was getting mad because the last piece, piece of chicken went to Bob, and the he was getting meat. all this other yeah. stuff. So Richard Dreyfuss' response... Also, the, the family was, like, pushing pin, pushing the pins. They knew it was making yeah, him upset. absolutely. They kept they offering did. Bob food. They knew what was going like, to happen. They're, like, looking at their dad. They're, like, yeah, give him more. He's going to drive dad nuts. They're driving him crazy. Yep. Yeah. Literally. They, they should have been on his side, yes. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Richard Like that side Dreyfus, of mashed potatoes, it looks so good. Yeah. I want to eat everything on that table. Oh, man, that made me hungry. <laughs> I was really hungry That's, like, that the perfect, table. like, on-vacation food. Yep. Just, like... Just country food? Country, country, country food. Yeah. Country, country strong food. So, Richard Dreyfus pretends to choke for attention? No, he actually he chokes. He really chokes. No. He does. Yeah. I disagree with that 100%. I'll, I'll, tell, I'll tell you out. why. I'll tell you why, Andy. I went on the journey of thinking that he was faking. Ooh. But when Bob jumps on his back, he spits out a piece yeah, of chicken. Yeah, he spits out a thing. I didn't see that. Yeah, that happens. He definitely does. I was, really? I was definitely on your side. I thought he was faking it. Yep. I thought the same thing initially because I, I looked the away at the start of that scene. And... Okay, I, I guess I looked away or something because I missed the actual mm-hmm. spit because yeah. I was like, I was looking for like a little spit take or something Richard and Richard Dreyfuss hawks up a whole piece of chicken. Yep, he hawks up when a he's big on, When he's on something. the couch and Bob is jumping on his back. I, okay. And, after, and, and as soon as he does, that's when he's like, get him off me. Because uh, he finally okay. is fine now, and Bob's still jumping on I, I thought, because he gives some look that was kind of telling, that I was like, it looks like he's just saying, like, he wanted the attention, and then the family thanked Bob and didn't try to take care it of him. It would have and... been interesting yes, if he had it, been just it, faking it for absolutely, attention. I, again, this is a but scene where I think he missed it. Like, oh. It could have been more interesting, I think, if Richard Drivers had been faking. Yeah, it would have had a very interesting element to this character in particular. I thought that's what, mm. where it was going. Yeah. I thought he was going to try to back 
one up Bob. Right. He's like, I, I'll show my family. Playing my like family the... will care about me when they see that I'm in danger. Yeah. But that wasn't the case. And then a backfiring either way. Yeah, Bob they saves didn't work out in his favor. Because Everyone Bob got Bob. all the glory. Bob got all the glory. Just like Matthew Broderick and Carrie Ellis and Denzel Washington. In yep. the movie Glory, 1989. <laughs> <laughs> so then the, they... They're gonna. He's gonna send Bob home, and it starts the thunderstorm. Oh boy, does it ever! And Bob yep. does the best sad puppy impression, sitting on the couch in the raincoat, all sad, and everyone's like, "Can't he stay, Dad?" Well, there's some stuff before that. Maybe is that the part where he's like trying to whisper to the family, like, "Oh, I think maybe Bob should uh, go home," but they're not paying attention to him. They're throwing dishes. They're having a good old time oh, in the know. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And he okay, drives yeah. in the they're corner, like, up. "Maybe, yep. maybe you should go home now, Bob. Maybe." <laughs> And, like, no one can hear what he's doing because yeah. they're, they're singing some sort of song. Um, Can't remember. Hot, yeah. We're feeling hot, 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 maybe. I don't know. We're <laughs> feeling hot, hot, hot. Da, 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 it's, it's like a fun hot. kitchen cleaning song. There you go. <laughs> I and, clean my kitchen to that song every And, the, and then he just, scre- he just screams at them to get the Bob to leave. Yeah. And then it starts raining right then. Yes. And then Richard Dreyfus just says, It'll wear my slicker. And cut, yeah, jump cuts to him in the in the in rain a, in, a, in a really funny sitting on the slicker. couch looking sad. And then Richard Dreyfus is looking outside, all sad, like it's gonna let up. <laughs> it's letting up. Richard Dreyfus's acting level is always at scream for every piece of dialogue. <laughs> I have to go back and just because I, I set it up before they left the truck at the marina. Richard Dreyfus said he was yes. gonna drive Bob home. He can't drive Bob home. The truck's at yes, the marina. Right. He set himself up for the fail at this scene. Yeah. And- it's particularly bad for Richard Dreyfus because the next morning is Good the morning, America. Good Morning America interview. Yep. And he, he says to him he wants him gone by 6 a.m. So he's in the room at like 5.30 to get Bob up. Yeah. And he can't. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of a funny scene because he's like, <laughs> he's pushing and well, shaking. Wait, we skipped and... the night though. All oh, the stuff that happens yeah. in the so night. He bonds with you're the kid. right, you're right. You're <laughs> We're right. going to really talk about what about Bob. Well, he okay. already bonded with the, the son. It's just more son, bonding with the son. I didn't really understand why the son was all so focused on death all the time. That yeah, was that was really kind of weird. Funny. So they met, they started setting that up with the diving because he like take the kid takes a robe off and you're expecting a swimsuit, but he's wearing just like a black t-shirt and the shorts. He's like, "What's with the black all the time?" And mm-hmm. the kid's like, "I just can't stop thinking about my inevitable demise." And I thought it was just a snarky line to his dad. No. Um, it's very pessimistic. It's kind of morbid. But yeah, no, he's just like a goth. <laughs> like exactly. A nihilist laying in their house. He's emo and they, or use, they use a split diopter, which means which foreground and backgrounds in front of you. It just looks great. Own. It did look cool. Um, and there's even like a setup for that where Bob says he has to sleep north-south, so they switch the bed around so they can do that shot. Yeah. And the little kid talks about death, and it starts to scare Bob to no end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Bob ends up revealing that he has... Well, it was He did set up before that he has like... So if Bob pretends to have a problem he won't have the problem yes so he pretends that he has tourette's yep and pretends oh, that yes. he has a heart attack and he pretends he has a heart attack but in this scene it comes back where he pretends to have tourette's again and they the little kid and bob just jump on the bed swearing at each other yeah one of the lines that kids calls bob is turkey tits <laughs> yep. did you guys not hear turkey tits <laughs> look there were so there were a lot of good there lines being thrown around, around thrown out there that was like stuck douche, out. Douche I did not face do that one, or something though. like that in the morning. <laughs> yeah, he, the little kid doesn't know what a douche is, or he shouldn't. Nope. No. He can pretend like I pretend I knew what one was when I was nine, but I don't really know what it was. Yeah. So it was a funny thing to say. I thought that. Can you guys explain is... to me what a douche is real quick? Oh, for the audience, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> just so they know. Yeah, let me just Google it right here. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll post a link on our Facebook page. <laughs> no. Oh, I can't read. We just got oh, banned. We get, we get banned from our own podcast? Is that something? I'm telling you, we're getting canceled. <laughs> this is the last show. Sounds right. What about podcasts? <laughs> it's true. We will we'll, we'll pirate that one. We'll put that up in a torrent we need, site. We you guys to, can get the Highlander. We need to episode. record that separately just to have it in case, just for that day yeah, when it falls shot, apart. So we, can, we can throw it out <laughs> there, keep it in the can. Break glass in case of cancellation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> throw out the Highlander quick. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So, but uh, the dad and the mom get woken up from this. They're trying to get some shut eye. Yeah. It's not happening. Nope. Oh, the Richard Dreyfus though, he's missing the his Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, you did. Richard Dreyfus is missing his toothbrush. He yeah, he's finding his finger. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is really gross to watch. That is really not fun. It was weird. So if you want to see an old man rub a finger with toothpicks <laughs> in his mouth, <laughs> what about Bob is your movie? Did he, did, he, did they make he a point about that? Or there. did he just do that? that? Like, so he just starts gross. doing it. Yeah, he, like, can't, he says it, he can't find his toothbrush. Oh, I didn't remember if he even said that. Like, or if he just starts oh, no, using he his totally, finger. He was yeah, looking yeah. in the scene. He was Have looking you seen my toothbrush? And then like Bob has it or something like that. I assumed Bob had it. A couple scenes later... Bob says, like, thanks for letting me use your toothbrush. And yeah. he didn't let him use <laughs> didn't it. Didn't he say that? I forget. Yeah. That never does. got resolved. Okay. Yeah. But Richard Dreyfus is yell acting with toothpaste in his mouth. Yeah. He's vigorously brushing his finger in there, which is a fun as an actor. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fun to watch, though. <laughs> no. It's not fun to watch Richard Dreyfus do anything. Like, like physical like that. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and it gets up to... Crazy levels. He was bit. vigorous with it. Yeah, he was not messing around. Mm-hmm. Can Can anyone name a Richard Dreyfus movie from the eighties? I feel like I only know the two movies he was in the seventies that were big, and then a couple from the nineties. And that's Jaws it. was the seventies. So yeah. there was a movie where he was a car salesman oh, with used cars. Was that not? It? it wasn't called <laughs> used cars. It was called Tin Men. Oh. And I thought it was going to be a good movie. I'd watch it with some friends. I was like, Oh, Danny DeVito and Richard Dreyfus are like competing. T- uh, they sell. Tin siding to houses. Okay. okay. Under like false pretenses. But the movie is awful. <laughs> These there's like the acting's bad. There's things that are off in it. You don't think what's Rick. gonna happen happens. There's some acting that is like detestable. Neither of the mm. characters are likable. Mm-hmm. But they do have that Fine and Cannibal song that was made for the movie <laughs> oh. and the band plays <laughs> in the background. Really? So that plays in the background of the movie, and that's that the only redeeming great, quality. guys. It was good. That was like some three-part harmony. That was yeah. like symphony level. So I might cut this for the podcast, but I'm going to trick all three, all you two into watching Three Men and a Little Baby with me. There's a part where Tom Selleck, Ted Danson, I'm and Steve Gooden right now. sing a song to the baby. Yep. I'm going to write the lyrics down. We're going to do the song night, on the podcast. Sweetheart, <laughs> that's the I one. know that song. We're going to oh, each yeah. pl- pick a role. I'm going to write out our parts, and we're going to do it. So where we're at? The, they, they we are at the morning of Good Morning America. Yeah. They wake they wake up. They try to get Bob up before that. Bob won't wake up whatsoever. Yeah. And then his alarm goes off and he immediately wakes up. Yep. Which I thought was his, a, his a, little oh, uh, was a good watch gag. alarm or is the one his, he brings the alarm clock, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So they try to rush him out the door, but as they're rushing him out the door, Good Morning America is like he's already early. There. Yeah, he's leaving and he's like, oh, hey, just a heads up. Good Morning America's here. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And he ends up just kind of like linger on yes. the porch. Yep. He just stay, He just hangs around and peeks in the door. Which we had, we, we, we figured this scene out in the first part. You had it. Yeah, mem- well, this is like because this well. is like the climax of where, where yeah. Bob like butts in and gets on the show with him. Yes, yeah, because Good Morning America immediately invites Bob on the show once they find out he's a patient. They're like, "Oh, wouldn't it be so great to have someone who's done the baby steps right. to be on the show?" And what really rattles Richard Dreyfuss's cage is he set up the living room like a week in advance yep. for this exact thing, but because Bob has showed up, they have to change everything, and then that throws Richard Dreyfuss for a real loop. Yeah. And he is not happy. And they also, He's not on his A game. Yeah, no. and they also have the good bit, too, where they, they ask Bob, like, oh, how long have you been a patient? He's like, about three days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, it's not supposed to work that fast. Yeah. So He's the like whole thing's falling apart. Because Bob is just going to clearly say all the wrong things is what R- Richard Dreyfus thinks. He's like, he's going to he make him look He never vocalizes that one time. No. And he things. really, really should. Yeah. And he does end up doing that. And he gives, he's he's afraid that he's going to give the wrong impression of his book and himself. And yes. he does. And he yeah. does. Yeah, he does. And th- th- yeah, that's exactly what happens. And everyone, after the interview, which does go poorly, um, his whole family's like, oh, it was great. It was such a wonderful interview. Bob was awesome. No, the and- family are lying to him. And yeah. they, they, it's not going good. And they can see that because they keeps cutting them. Like, there's a really good spot where they, like, stand up and Bob brings the family in for a shot yeah. and then sends them away. And when they go to sit back down, Bob takes Richard Dreyfuss' seat. He sure does. In the yes. chair. And Richard Dreyfuss is like, what? And, and then, then the, yeah, the one guy the producer waves guy's him like, down. Sit down. Sit down. And Bob he's like, is, but he's yeah, in my chair. Bob is replacing him. And he has taken over it's the interview. Happening. And it becomes Bob's interview. It's the happening. So then throughout the rest of the film, people keep saying, like, Sounds so like, oh, hey, didn't I see you on TV? But only to Bob. No one remembers Richard Dreyfuss from TV. And then uh, later on, a doctor does say, oh, I know that interview didn't go so well or something along yeah. those lines. Like the doctor acknowledged that the interview <laughs> didn't go well. So, so uh, where do we get to here? Yeah. Um, because there's a couple things that happen. I'm forgetting the order right now because it escalates in terribleness. Does he just drop Bob off? Oh, yes. That's the, when he immediately psych goes. Asylum? Yes. Immediately, he, Richard Dreyfus is like, I'm just going to play the other side and be friendly to Bob and say, hey, we're going for a drive. Mm-hmm. And he, he drives him right to the asylum. Um, the One flew over a cuckoo's left hospital. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically admits him yep. immediately. Has him admitted. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. say that he, they can't keep him for more than 24 hours unless... And I do feel like that nurse has to be important of something. Some sort of note. I don't know who she is. The nurse I or the head doctor lady. The head doctor lady who takes Bob in. Just because she's Richard a lady, Dreyfus. Brad. She has to be a nurse. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow, Brad. Call him out. Gotta call him on that hashtag feminism. Uh, I just didn't know. <laughs> um, yeah, she was. It was more doctor. me just being dumb yeah. than being sexist. I'll admit to being sexist, but I am for sure admitting to being dumb. <laughs> so yeah, he just leaves him at this mental place. And well, he admits him. Yeah, he yeah he admits him. Right. He, he, yeah. he like, gets a ticket. He admit one. Yeah, he gets the ballet, ballet receipt. <laughs> I was Good like, for how one. Does that work? Good for one. Yeah, well, he can only be held for 24 hours or something like that. Yeah. Well, they, 48 yeah, hours, Well, even. the staff had to agree that he needed to be there. Yeah, and the staff immediately do not He's agree. He's there just for evaluation. Yeah, he immediately wins over the whole staff. Richard Dreyfus is on cloud nine after he drops Bob yes, off at this insane is. asylum. He He's is loving it. never been happy. He drives up to his house before he can even get in the door. The wife comes out, give him the news, or give him the phone, 
and Richard Dreyfus talks to the nurse, and he's very upset. Doctor. I said nurse again. Oh my Doctor gosh, nurse. Brad! Doctor nurse is from <laughs> uh, Animaniacs. Venture Brothers. Oh no, I'm thinking of just the Venture Brothers. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. And Doctor Nurse. Um, well, that's Doctor Girlfriend. Doctor Girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, Doctor Girlfriend's there. Uh, Bob is telling us some sort of story to everybody. He has them infatuated. He's telling inside jokes, basically. Yeah, he's just doing a stand-up asylum. routine. Yeah. Do insane as- I guess they still kind of exist, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, well, they don't call it that, though. Well, I call it that. Cause, it's you called know, a, a, like a psych hospital or... An insane psych- asylum. Psych- yes. <laughs> if I'm going to uh, a horror theme park, I'm not going to go to the psychiatric hospital, Andy. <laughs> I'm going movie. to the insane asylum. Yep. <laughs> this, this is an horror movie. <laughs> it kind of is at the end here. Yeah. It is, well, the ending is just a horror. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> And then he has to take Bob back. Yeah, the the doctor straight up says like, "Look, he is the he's, he's very lovely. much not a, yeah, he, he's great." The doctor the doctor says he is the very model of a mo- modern major general. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take this guy back. I do like <laughs> that. Have been funny if I hadn't screwed it up, but I'm a little drunk, so whatever. I do like hey. that she told him like, I, I, "I'm giving him back to you now to like save your reputation because if you keep him here longer, like that's wrong. Like yeah. it's gonna get back to you that this happened because I'm not covering for and you. And I'll, I'll just pretend how? it's a one." time thing that you didn't yeah and i don't understand i'm gonna get back to it so something had to happen to bob that people like him because in the beginning of the movie the people at the bus there are some people that just do not the psych the psychiatrist that he has originally he's off-putting but mm-hmm. for whatever reason in this scene everything is turned around and people are infatuated with he's him opened and he's up. ready he's to learned go. so much already from his vacation that has yeah, to be I the guess, reason right i guess that would be true yeah he's really becoming a, his own person now really opening up you know baby steps Baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> so he takes Bob back, um, or no? He no, no. This is where he he just drops him off on the highway. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, he drops him off on the highway, and then he proceeds to have a really so bad day. L- this yeah. turns into a Looney Tunes movie. Yes, it does. Right after this scene, <laughs> it does <laughs> because he drops Bob off, and then he gets pulled over by a police officer. Yep. yep. And he, Bob gets picked up by a uh, some weird trucker, some guy, yeah, trucker, and uh, passes by and mm. says, "Be home by 7. <laughs> like she's like, like oh he's already God. gonna That's be at my a, house. Oh my gosh! By the time I get there, that could be such like a dark, hor- like comedy horror line too. Like, be home by seven. Oh my As God! Andy's eyes got like, real creepy. <laughs> I got scared. Oh my I'm gosh. Not, we should stop the podcast. I'm so, so scared. Hey guys, what if the power cuts out? Oh no! And then he proceeds to. Back, his back car up. into a sign to get a flat tire. Yep. Mm-hmm. He goes to change the flat tire, and someone runs over some mud and sprays his entire shirt with it. So yep. a weird, a car shot in like fast motion for some reason, <laughs> yes. like zooms by, <laughs> so out of really place bad. and weird in the movie. Oh boy! And then Richard Dreyfuss is just comically covered in mud. Yep. That shot was horrible. <laughs> and then he doesn't get back until after the sun sets. Yeah. No, I was going to say that. He just changed well, his tire, right? He, he doesn't take that back. long. What the heck happened? And his family was unconcerned. You know what? That's a good question. Where did he go for those hours? <laughs> <laughs> what was he, he doing the whole dark, time? He went to do his dark thoughts. <laughs> he went to a very dark place. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he did go into a dark place because the rest of the movie, he was just, he, he was actually That's when he like, lost it, really. Starting well, to mentally like, There's one more himself. thing that breaks yes. his concentration. So he gets back to the house and the family says, we're in the back, honey. And he comes out and what does he find, Brad? 
Well, let's still talk about how Richard Dreyfuss is covered in mud. Yes. <laughs> For whatever reason. He's, he's like, like even steaming. more covered now than he was mm-hmm. before. He yep. arrives home to an empty house wondering where the heck everybody is. And he like is. kicks the doors open too. He's like, I'm home. Yeah. Like, it's like a, here's, it. like a here's Johnny yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Marv entering the house in Home Alone. Yeah. He, gets, he gets very Marv at this he point does. in the movie. Because there's a point where he shuts the door on Bob in, right when he's about dropping off the insane <laughs> yes. asylum. It is gibberish what he says. He does. He yeah. says something that is just, like, you kind of understand what he's saying, but the words are gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of there. <laughs> it, was it was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> he probably, it was probably an actor's choice. He's like, I need to start really losing it here. <laughs> there is a really good joke uh, earlier in the movie where, he, like, the family's like, you think Bob's gone? Yes. He's never gone. <laughs> And like after he'd thrown him out the front door, and he opens it. Bob's right there. He's like, he's just right there, and he's like, uh, "Did I do something wrong?" And he just shuts the door again. It's so funny. Yeah, that joke is I probably laugh. the best one. I laugh at that scene every yeah, time. That's it's a really so good funny. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This is a good bit. <laughs> this is a fun movie. It is. It's just, like, it's, fun it's, things yeah. happening. Oh my! I, and like you I said, it gets say, very Looney Tunes. It's, it's yeah. fun, but it's also annoying at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it's very scenes where I was just like, I don't want this to happen. Please stop. <laughs> and you feel like things are like building, but they kind of don't, no, and they yeah. just kind of end with a weird thing happening. <laughs> yeah, when we get to the Let's ending, the ending was weird. Uh, yeah, we got a lot. To talk so about Richard Dreyfus, oh, you want me to answer the question? Richard Dreyfus yes. comes home. He goes out to the back porch. It's pitch dark. Yep. Suddenly, lights flicker on. Yep. Every single person in the entire universe is, yes, in, yep. is in his lawn. <laughs> his his, t- his teachers when he was little, people who were <laughs> friends with him. I don't know this many people in general. The dog he had when he was a little kid is <laughs> somehow back. <laughs> Everyone that, that just bones. Dr. <laughs> Marvin has ever interacted. It's This is his life, his birthday. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. And we go through, uh, people are there, happy birthday, da-da-da-da-da. We eventually get to Bob being there. Someone, Well, someone shines the spotlight on Richard Dreyfuss, uh-huh. and that's when they realize, like, holy, he probably had a bad yeah, day. All they the, they all go the with it anyway, though. Yeah. Dim- diminishes after they yeah, see they, they that stop he's, singing like, the not in song thing. And they're like, are you okay? Good guy. Yeah, they, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I just had, had some car song. trouble. And they, they kind of, like, accept like, that oh, at okay, that point. Yeah. Like, oh, we all have car trouble. Even, then, even your sister's here. Yeah, from Chicago. From Chicago. And she's like, hi, brother. Hello. And then Bob weasels his way in and puts an arm, he puts an arm around he puts the sister. puts his arm around her and says, we're all here. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and he's God. wearing, like, a pinstripe shirt. He looks like <laughs> a... The like, weirdest collar in the world? <laughs> <laughs> is he a pirate or is he the Hamburglar? He's I don't know. He's wearing the shirt for, like, a mime. A French mime <laughs> that needs a baguette. <laughs> <laughs> it's so odd. It's very strange. <laughs> and then, then Richard Dreyfus loses his Just shit. The last straw. Jumps in like five different takes and scenes yeah, because of him he lunging. Clearly he can't do that. He leaps off the stairs from the balcony <laughs> and tackles Bob. Yep. <laughs> He's like a football. <laughs> and they just like roll around on the ground for a little bit. Yep. And then, then he tackles him in slow motion too, <laughs> and then so I was just weird. like, I was like, this is so slow. Yeah, it's like they didn't have a plan. Like <laughs> I was like, how do we get to the next scene? We have all this setup. We don't know what to do. Yep, and well, they just tackle him. I just yeah. cut it. <laughs> and then yeah, and then they just jump cut. To, to after the party. Well, Richard Dreyfus like, is in bed with the. There's a new doctor that shows up to check. Yeah, his like wounds. a medical, just a regular doctor, doctor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not doctor girlfriend. Right. And Bob. 
he sedates him too with uh, yes. yeah. injection. I want to be sedated. Yeah, twenty twenty. But he clearly didn't get Four sedated, so I don't you know, think he actually got he's the medication. So, he's so mad about Bob. The sedation doesn't even matter, Andy. Wow. Is that? I don't think it works that way. <laughs> Did the drug drive him to insanity? I think. I think it was supposed it's to just point sedative. out. It, I think it was just was supposed to stuff? indicate the idea that because he says he should be going to sleep now, and it cuts to him, and he is intently staring. And I think it's supposed to Although, seriously be maybe that. Maybe you're right because later on the doctor says yes. he's going to prescribe him Prozac, uh-huh. and then Bob, Bob is like, him. "You should prescribe him Librium or some some oh, other yeah. medication," mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, I thought well, it was a funny Bob's bit been that on Bob was. Pers- prescribing medications and the doctor would t- would take it as which, real advice which foreshadows bob becoming a psychiatrist himself yeah i think that was partly it was supposed to be the idea that like bob's had every mental problem ever so i'm sure he's been on everything he knows so he understands the meds for psych conditions at least but, but this this doctor's making bad calls i don't trust him yeah this yeah. doctor's like he i was probably drugged up richard like, dreyfus with something he shouldn't have been drugged he's up like, with. what about this drug he's like oh, i guess that works i don't know i'm just a doctor whatever i'm gonna write it <laughs> yeah maybe I, like i can't be bothered to prescribe the right thing i don't know well, this whole thing caused like a psychotic episode. Yeah, he just has a yeah. he has a psychotic uh, like a psychotic break and just yeah. becomes this insane man. And Bob is there getting some time in with the sister. Oh yeah, putting in that time. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Spending time to make time. So from there, he. So this is where the family yeah. has like their intervention with him. I don't know. I think Richard Dreyfus sneaks off with Bob, doesn't he? He's no. Well, he sneaks off in general and then encounters Bob and takes him hostage. Or he yeah, sneaks off to like he, start he his plan. He just disappears. Yeah. And he ends oh, up breaking no, no, no. into a gun store. Yes. Oh, so, but yeah. then the family themselves say, "Bob, maybe you should leave." Yeah, they're That's they're like true. they're like he keeps saying that he doesn't want you here, and like we maybe love you, you but it, maybe it's best for him. If and you he's go. like, "Is this what you want?" And and yeah, that's like, yeah. that's kind of where it gets creepy too because he's like i mean uh, do you really want me to go though like he's really like i'm part of this family now. yeah he thought this was his window yeah Ugh. he was gonna be in he's now gonna take over he's gonna be the new family. leo marvin yeah oh my god i would have liked bob to have started wearing clothes that <laughs> that's, like, that's what i was actually leo i was marvin. really instead of that like weird if he showed outfit. up at the birthday party in like Mar- dr marvin's clothes yeah. or something like wearing <laughs> yeah. something like that. oh my gosh <laughs> That could have been really good. He has good. a bucket head on. See, I think that's where they probably went wrong. They should have made it more creepy funny. Like they, It was just like comical and cartoonish yeah. at times. In my end. brain, this movie is just a romp fun farce. Yeah. It should be like but a, it's a creepy. Dark comedy. It, is, it, it, it should be more It skirts creepy. the line between the two like all the time. Like It can't decide if it wants to be a dark comedy or like just a goofy Bill Murray film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it could have been a really good dark comedy, mm-hmm. and I think they needed to go more dark. Mm-hmm. Let's I agree. But... Yeah, so well, it gets real dark up. So that's where Bob's ending. like, "Oh, you want me to leave?" And he leaves, and then gets kidnapped by Doctor Marvin. So yes. how? Where does Marvin find Bob? They run into each other. He, I, I he's believe. just walking down the woods, and like oh, and Marvin, Marvin jumps, jumps out, and some, grabs, grabs him. him. Yeah, but before that, Marvin breaks into the gun store, and he looks at different kind of various yep. ways of killing Bob. Yes, like he's gonna straight up murder him. Yeah, he's, he's considering he's a there. gun. Yep. He well, he does with... get a um, he gets a shotgun. He gets a shotgun, yeah. And then he also gets gunpowder. Like, yes. He also goes it. through a bunch of things like, oh, that'd be too fast. I want to make sure he, <laughs> yeah. he lives through the pain, something like that. Oh, oh boy, my God, yeah. And he He's... ends up yeah, he buys gunpowder, big bags of gunpowder. So then he um, 
explains to Bob that this after is... he jumps some on the on the road for some random. Yes. Yeah, he starts to tie him up to a tree, and I think Bob... like a wily e. coyote would tie the roadrunner. Yep. Yes. This is a cartoon. And and yes. Bob's like, oh, is this some new therapy? And death Marvin's therapy. like, oh yeah, death. This is death therapy. It's like yeah, and like kind of like just messing with Bob at this point. Yes. I don't like the way you look. Use those eyes at me, Andy. It's really scary. <laughs> He's doing it. Well, you're not so fun. That's that's, that's like fun eyes. These are genuinely. <laughs> Andy, yours are too fun like, eyes, buddy. You're you're as deep set as Andy's are. Yeah, I'm like a nah, caveman. You're still like, you're still like you farted. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. He probably did. He probably did. And he looks insane. You like you farted. <laughs> Who farted, guys? <laughs> that was you. <laughs> oh, you caught me. Um, <clears throat> I have been farting, but um. So then he ties him up to a tree. Yep. And does he? I thought he just ties him in general. I think I he tied him know. to like a log. In and my it, memory, I wanted it to be a tree, and but he, I think he's just kind no. of tied up in the he's woods. He's like sitting on a broken log, Tad. and yeah, he's like, I, I don't know, that's kind of stupid. But he he also <laughs> he puts didn't like have a plan. He puts like the bags of gunpowder around him too, and he has oh, a timer like, of some kind. Work? Yeah, I don't understand. He sets like, a timer for that to explode. How did he make what? a timer? How did this guy know how to do this? Bomb with gunpowder? I don't know. I don't know. What I don't is it? know. It didn't have a fuse or anything. No, that's yeah. You would, I think you would need a fuse, not a timer. It's not like plastic. He explosive. bought it from the Acme company. It's all there. Everything's gonna work fine. And then you can just go to a gun store and buy a timer for a bomb, no problem. <laughs> so he skips away, just like ha ha ha. Bob's gonna die. And but like Bob takes those ropes off within seconds. Yeah, well, because he's he's convinced that like that's that's the challenge. Well, he's Richard Dreyfus has a Shawshank um, Redemption moment. Baby steps, get the rope. Where he says, "I'm free," and then yes. Bob says, "I'm free." Yes, at the same that time. was really good yeah. actually. Because <laughs> Bob says something like, "I'm tied down in life" or something. His like knots. That. Oh, yeah. His problem are, are these knots. So baby so steps, he, untie the knots. He has just to untie like, the knots like the, he's untying, untying his problems. His life. Yeah. yeah. Right, and so problems. Marvin gets back, and the he's like the family's sitting there, and he's like, "Um, oh, but Bob's gone." They're all at the dock, and they're like, "Yes, we know. We told him he needed to leave." He's like, "Oh, you you'd already kind of solved that problem." <laughs> like you used rationale. Yeah, you just talked to him, and he said, "Why okay, did they but... do that at the very beginning?" Oh, because the family liked him. <laughs> they did. They really liked him. They didn't want to get rid of him until he had a psychic psychotic break. Oh my god! The family needed like an uncle or just like another yes. male role model. In I think that's life. what they, they all did, did not they, have. It. It, it the family needed need a better be dynamic. They like didn't yeah. really seem like a connected family at first, and then they got worse. Yeah, and then they they never actually had their reconnection. No, no. Nope. It should have started nope. with them connected and then breaking up, or the other way around. Yeah, I and agree. It, that never happened. No. So yeah, so he gets back to the doc, and almost immediately. Bob just comes running down. With like, a birthday cake. With he's singing happy birth- birthday, yep. Dr. Marvin. Because he's cured him. Mm-hmm. He's cured him with everything because he untied his problems. And oh God. Where'd you leave the, the things, Bob? <laughs> the In the bags. house. In the, the house. I gave In the house. And then the house blows up, and the old couple applaud from their boat in the lake. They sure do. (laughs) And that drives Richard drives into a catatonic state. Yes. (laughs) He's completely gone. He wakes up, and he is in the hospital. His his eyes are not moving. Drool's coming out of his mouth. The family's just begging him to come back because he's just gone. (laughs) And then from there, they bring him to... Bob and his sister getting married. Yep, right to the wedding. And they say, uh, you know... It seems just like a disaster. Now. I thought it was kind of weird, too. They did, like, the I do, I do, and then asked if anyone objected. That comes first. If I've if I've learned anything from seeing weddings well, in movies... It doesn't come at all, is the thing. Well, that's, yeah, that's true, that's true. It only comes in movies. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I guess it can come at any time it wants to. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But it, he does it. Yeah. So they ask if like anyone has any objections, and he's trying to say something from his wheelchair in the, yep. in the middle of the church. He just says stop, or he just he, makes he a misses weird noise. it. Well, he misses he, he the opportunity. Like, says there'll be man and wife, and that's when yeah he stands up and yells no, and everyone's like oh my god he's back, and not thinking about what he said, just mm-hmm. <laughs> just that he's now. And then from there it's just like. Like and then immediately, immediately fade it's out, like roll titles. credits, and roll epilogue card. Oh, I couldn't I believe that. it. <laughs> that is like the worst thing the 90s have ever created. Roll an epilogue Agreed. card. Well, I think it all started with The Breakfast Club, right? Oh, it was like that maybe, okay, the worst thing the 80s created. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, Bob eventually became a psychiatrist, wrote a good book, and then, and then Dr. Marvin it's sued like him. All that stuff is after the fact. You don't even need it. Like, uh, the, what is this story never ending? Yeah. Forever? <laughs> I'm like, this isn't like Patch Adams or something. I don't need to like know the rest of Bob's life story. Like, the, I there are parts where I really like this movie. I hated the ending. We need to I come up with a better ending. ending. Yep. Now, honestly, right I, now in this podcast, it's gonna seem stupid. Everything's everything's really gonna up think... into the point where he goes to the gun store to get stuff to kill Bob. There needs yeah. to be something else during this little bit here. Up until that, it's okay. Yeah. That w- I, the I only agree. thing that I really want, like, I agree with you for sure, but I definitely don't want Bob to marry his so, sister. Sister. I, I just, like, because like, it's like, um, it, it's like the ruse never ended. It hmm. should end at this point where Richard Dreyfus is back to his normal existence. I think that's how it should end because it's just like the jig is never up. And that is annoying yeah, to me. I, there yeah. needs to be a moment where Bob realizes, a, a la the cable guy, Chip, knowing that he is the bad person. Yeah, yes, exactly. It, I was, need, there needs to be a point in the movie where Bob comes to, to the grips with the fact that he's been the bad guy. Yes. Which yeah. never happens. Because by the end of this movie, you're sympathizing with Richard Dreyfuss. Like, I absolutely am. Like, I under, like, he's... This has gone too far. Like, I agree that this needs to stop, and then it doesn't. And you're right. Even the epilogue is like, it kept going. And you're like, oh, my gosh. So it has. It starts in the birthday party. It starts in the birthday party. Bob is wearing Richard Dreyfuss's clothing. (laughs) This is the moment where even, like, people around Richard Dreyfuss realize that that Bob's a little too much on the deep end. Mm -hmm. And maybe, like, Bob even, like, tries to... He, when he butts in with the prescriptions, tried to like screw something up, or like Ooh, you probably shouldn't be just prescribing stuff to my, you know, you're not a doctor, Bob. Yeah. And he's just like, what do you mean I'm not a doctor? I have all these ideas. It's like, well, you're what are you even, Bob? You're a patient. Like everyone, the the so, like, stuff the needs to start like crumbling. Up. That's yeah, that's the ruse they start needs to, like, to be up. Yeah, you're. What are you doing? Even like the two old ladies at the diner need to start realizing it. Everybody around Richard Dreyfus need to start realizing what a burden and what that, a yeah, bad person that, Bob is. That they've been like, not they've to the been point feeding where Bob, yeah, but yeah, now not to it's the point where far. they just want to like kill him. Yeah, but they just want him to. Then I think be like better. Bob needs to do something. Bob needs to just. Maybe it needs to turn. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah. it would be a really good opportunity to use the old couple from the diner to like even they are like this has gone too far. Yes, like even us we're trying to mess with him. Like it's reached the point where we need to stop this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have almost been happier if it ended with Bob realizing that Richard Dreyfus can't solve his problems. Yeah, and needing to move on. And Richard oh, Dreyfus yeah. like check, like checking or I mean Bob checking into the insane asylum or something like that. Yeah, and like. Just, like but what are you doing, Bob? It's like, oh, I realize that you've been right this whole time. I'm going to take steps to make it better. Yep. Yeah. And Dr. Leo Marvin's like, yeah. And it's like, I need somebody to do it. And then and then they could even have like an epilogue, not an epilogue card, but like an epilogue where it's just like the doorbell rings, everyone goes and they answer it. And like Richard Drivers has this moment of terror when it's Bob. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, it's happening again. But Bob is just there to say, I wanted to thank you. And then he's gone. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and he actually leaves. <laughs> if we want to do a false ending, 
Bob says he's going to check himself into the insane asylum. He instead checks Richard Dreyfus. Oh in, man! And then Richard Dreyfus has to escape and like come like tell everybody what's been going on. Mm-hmm. And oh, then that's boy. when like Bob gets arrested or whatever. That'd be that'd be insane. That'd yeah. be really good too. Yeah. Yeah. Like those pra- are all better practicing endings. medicine yep. without a license or gets like yes. Yes. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> That's the movie. That's yeah, the ending. I just I felt so empty by the end of the movie. I was like, this didn't end I how I felt, I felt it defeated. should have. Yep. I loved this movie. Hated this ending. Yeah. I felt like it was a dream sequence. That like I was just waiting for the real ending to happen. The only thing they could have done worse happen. is if there had been like a freeze frame. It. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been like just the cherry it, it on top felt, of a terrible ending. Whenever someone does those little epilogue titles, yeah. I just feel like it's the same thing as a freeze frame. Mm. It's a cop out. It yeah. is a cop out. One hundred percent a cop out. It's like, oh, we couldn't. Here's something we, we didn't want to show the you. Ending. Yeah. So we'll just give you the words at the ending. Yep. Tell, don't show is what they're doing, and it's like I feel, you feel like you're missing out. <laughs> you really do. It's it's frustrating. There's no moment where everyone realizes what where Richard Dreyfus is coming from. Yeah. It there's never no, happens. There's no moment where they like the the closest they get is when the family tells Bob to leave. But even then, it's solely because. They're like, that's what he's been asking for. Maybe that will help him. It's not yeah. because they realize that this has been unhealthy for him. Maybe even like the old psychiatrist like comes back to like, <clears throat> he feels bad about dumping Bob on yeah. this new guy. There yeah. could be something yeah, maybe there. Maybe he could even help Richard Dreyfus out of the hospital or something. Yeah, or he mm-hmm. can get killed by Bob because he's kind of an extra character anyway. And that's like one of the weird moments. I don't know. Oh, man. What if they, even in passing, like it, like early in the film, like when Bob... You find be, out the psychiatrist the guy, of it dying? You feel, no, you find out that Bob like later killed the original yes. psychiatrist. Like all on the, the news after he calls him. All of his psychiatrists. Him. Oh, man. Like on the news after mm-hmm. he gets a call and after he sees Bob, he's and, like... And the, and the, and the like, wife Ooh. figures it out. Ooh. And that's her report in the movie. Maybe even this, they don't do a live Good Morning America episode. They tape it and then days later when it's airing, they do a thing where they watch the news where the news is like, we try to verify the doctors that this guy has seen in the past That's and they don't exist. Idea, Andy. <laughs> That's what happens in the cable guy with Jack Black. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yeah. The cable guy is a better what about Bob. Yeah. You're Got not it. you're actually not wrong. Got him. <laughs> yeah. So go listen to our Cable Guy episode. Because <laughs> only 42 people have. <laughs> episode 6 or 7? And it's yeah. not nearly as long as this one, I'm probably sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we truly deconstructed. Yeah, we Bob. really deconstructed. I kept dove looking at the clock. Bob. It's not that high. Really? We're only at like 35 minutes or Holy something. Holy smolies. An hour and two? Oh, I'm, I was right wrong. <laughs> a little drunk. I could have I looked at it, looked at although, it was 30 although minutes. Although we did record. It's been a while no, since I you looked at it. it, I think. That is a new recording. Damn. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> if you ever wanted to get all in What About Bob. If you oh, really want. If you, if you made it this far. Yeah. Kudos wow. to you. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. If you made it this far, then hey, check out our Patreon because you probably enjoyed this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just a lot of this. Yeah. Oh, I think I don't think there's that anything was, else to talk fun. about. I think there's nothing to left to say down. about yeah. this really interesting movie. This was I think this is way more fun than watching this movie. <laughs> we were talking about it. it yeah. I didn't think there'd be this much to say, but this was fun. We had so much to say, and we had so much to fix. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. And that's what we remember. I wish that the when they're when he was talking to the operator and they were doing those split screens, I wish they figured out a better way to shoot that whole sequence. There was a kind of an odd moment where like the split screen was like a little bit of like a curve. Like it seemed like a little bit Not off. Really. I don't uh, know if it, maybe it was just me seeing it on the on the by the lake, but it maybe. looked kind of. It wasn't straight like across like left down or right. Oh, it had, okay. like, that whole sequence should have got cut. <laughs> Use it for something better. 
I think our version was better. Where he just in, like happens to see like something on the desk that says where he yeah, is. Like it's that's so, simple. so much better. You don't have to worry yeah. about him faking Cuts his own death. And, oh man. <laughs> yeah, because they're building to something weird where he is. Like he's gonna do that again at some yeah. point where he's gonna impersonate, which would be great. Because it, oh my god, oh, it ties if he, it all back. It ties it all back if he's impersonating a cop and then later he's impersonating a doctor. <sighs> or like, oh. like he, or it, you know, he it was he, a plot that didn't go anywhere. Yeah. He, t- he fakes his, the, it was a he, like, a pull. makes up the story about his suicide and then later like becomes Dr. Marvel's like, no, Bob committed suicide. That's a good, ah! that's a great point too. <laughs> this could have been an amazing dark comedy. <laughs> Super creepy. Thanks for rating, liking, and subscribing to us on iTunes or your podcast of choice. Our next movie from 1995 has the tagline, He came back to settle the score with someone, anyone, everyone. It's Desperado. I was visiting a bar, and in he walked. You saw his face? His face? No. I mean, every step he took towards the light, just when you thought his face was about to be revealed... It wasn't. It was as if the lights dimmed just for him. They called him a loner. I know who you are. Really? You kill drug dealers. They killed the woman I loved. You ruined my life. They called him a miss. You've heard stories of that man that carries a guitar case full of weapons. Find him and kill him. I hope you don't think you can take someone like Ucho all by yourself. Really? They made the mistake of calling his bluff. Is there something in the guitar case? My guitar? Now, it's time to face the music. Let's play. Desperado, the new film from Robert Rodriguez.